Hey folks, Larry from Achieving Reality, the podcast. Have you been trying to figure out what subscription box to sign up for? If you're a movie buff, then I've got what you need, baby. Horror Pack. For just $19.99 each month, you'll get three DVDs and an exclusive. Or you can spend $24.99 and snag three Blu-rays and an exclusive each month. Just go to horrorpack.com and pick your plan. Now, you've been told what to do, so go do it. Horrorpack.com Got something for us? Yeah? Like reviews and stuff? Yeah. Oh, really? Well, no, not in reviews. I was no. Gee, I didn't see you buy anything. No, I got... They're going to review this coffee. I got some movie news. <laughs> this coffee, these tomatoes. I've got some uh, movie some, news. I've got turkey breast. three things of stupid news. And then I've got uh, some metal news. Which one do you want to start with? I can start with the metal news. Larry's favorite. Metal news. Everybody, it's time for some more Achieving Reality, the podcast. Yes, I know, I say it every week and you're tired of hearing it, so blah, 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 blah. Fuck you. Uh, this week we talk about Nirvana and their stupid lawsuit and probably some other stuff, but who knows. So sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode of Achieving Reality, the podcast. We'll see you at the end. Bye. So you need to tell everybody how your uh, birthday was. Oh, of course. Since I finished crinkling this plastic, you can do that. Oh, that's a neat eyeglass thing. Where'd you get it? Came in a swag bag at one of the festivals, I think. Oh, it's a good thing that your uh, co-host said that I could be on the show. Mm-hmm. Did you? Mm-hmm. Huh. <laughs> mm-hmm. your co-host, huh? Mm-hmm. The and parentheses. She's and right there. She's right there. Yes, I'm right here. See, I'm here. She so got you, promoted. Uh, so uh, you gotta tell everybody how your birthday was. Now that he's done crinkling the paper. I mean, you need to say like Happy New Year and introduce ourselves. We already did a Happy New Year. Oh yeah, we did. It came out on Friday. Oh well, yeah, but that was New Year's Eve. Happy New Year. Happy New Year. Close enough. <laughs> hey, Larry. Hey, Chris. I'm Marissa. Hey! Hey, man! <laughs> How are you all today? We're fine. Well, she hasn't been here in a while. No, she hasn't. No. We're just waiting for you to start talking about your birthday. Oh, okay. So That I've mentioned mm-hmm. now three times. So, my husband, Larry Greenstein. Everybody knows who okay, I am. Okay, If they don't by now, then, well, there, they haven't pro- been listening. There's a, there's a problem, actually. <laughs> who lives at? <laughs> yeah. So, and works at? And for, well... Dox him on the episode. You can tell them where I work. I don't care if they want to come in and buy stuff. That's that's on them. No, I'll come and talk to you about all the stuff you were saying on the show. They can do that too. Be like, I have no idea what you're talking about. No idea. You sound just like the guy and look just like the guy. How do you know? Uh, cause, cause. You look like he would sound. No, they've got that 
old picture of me up on the page. No, we hadn't done any new pictures. You need to put a new picture up. We do. Yeah. Who wants new pictures of Larry? This new with a W. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants nude pictures of Larry? Ooh. <laughs> I do. Klaus, of course, Well, like that. But anyway. Come on. So. Yeah, you see the news, man. I'm so glad you didn't invite those guys to the party, man, because I couldn't imagine. I had to invite them. Like. We invited Neil. He just comes downstairs. He just slept through it. Yeah, he slept through it. <laughs> oh, was that what it was? Yeah, and uh, Klaus, Klaus, he was at the. Uh, he was otherwise occupied. Well, no, he was at the uh, beer garden and uh, snack shop because oh. you know he runs it now. Scruffy's decided to. We had vape shop. Well, no, I think that might have closed because Neil's never there. So you uh, invited a bunch of people to the house. Yeah, it's usually what a party is. For my 50th birthday, it's a potluck meal, and uh, we had like... Party spilled out into the back area there and stuff. I know. It was pretty pretty busy, actually. Massive. (laughs) We had like 100 people here. People hanging off the ceiling. (laughs) (laughs) Woo! Well, that goes along with the fact we had 100 people here. It really freaks me out because I didn't realize Klaus had put all those chair hooks into the ceiling for those sex chairs. A little creepy, huh? But no, it was awesome. It was really nice to see like all my uh, my friends and my family and just to come in and they came to share, you know, just hanging out with me and everything. They brought uh, different things. Um, ham. Yeah, we had we had somebody that brought ham, Chris. It's your thing and ham. It's good. It's ham. Well, yeah, so is a lot of other meats. Yeah, ham. Yeah, but then we, we had a lot of different things. And they didn't we, put it out. Well, it wasn't on fire. It we was edited. Well, we apparently didn't put it out. Oh, well. That was probably my bad, I guess. There are too many Jews. Too many Jews. Bless you. <laughs> now, we had, I think, I feel like we had uh, great people that came. I mean, we had uh, Gordon. We had Matt Shadow. Some, some were great. You know, I had my niece and, and my husband. So Ken and Heather. Christy, Kat. Wimberleys. So, I mean, I feel like, you know, we had... Several people here. It was actually really nice. Jen Delvey and Jeff. Ken from the show? Yes, Ken from the show. And Ken. Austin from the show. Yeah. Well, a couple of shows. Bams. Yeah. Yes. And Gordon from Future Show. And, and Gordon, Gordon from, yes, some future show. Yeah. So it was it was actually really nice. You know, they brought great food and we had all kinds of different things. We had, let's say we had salad. We had, let's see, potatoes. Fajitas. No. Not fajitas. Bur- burritos. burritos. Thank you. Burritos. Oh, the people at the table, you're the one person that should get that right. I know. I should get but that burritos. right. Burritos. Burritos, yeah. What else? We had uh, pigs in the blanket. That was Yeah, good. and then we had some weird eyeball-looking olives that were covered in something. And then we had... Uh, then we had the, the strawberry. Little, the strawberry little Grinch hat. And yeah, Grinches. The Grinches. With the gone. strawberry, a marshmallow, and a grappe. Yeah. And it was it was actually good. It's a highfalutin grape. It's grappe. Yeah. You know, like dehydrated fruit. Oh, that yeah, that was given to us by her uh, gummy godmother. My godmother, yeah, along with some nuts. These nuts. She had those too? Well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Not during the party, though. (laughs) As far as you know. (laughs) You're saying, why won't they hear with you? Why do you have to send them over? Send them to her to get them polished. And get them bronzed. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my gosh. No, but between the, the people, the food, and then a few people brought gifts, which we didn't ask for, just having them here was a gift in itself was actually a great present, for me anyway, at least. Because we hadn't seen anybody for almost a year so. Almost two years. Oh, two years. I didn't bring no gift. You brought Well, yourself. you did later. No, that's different. 
And that was the party. Now, yeah, that was how was your actual birthday? Well, miserable. I hated it. it was Chris, how was your, how was Christmas slash birthday? Christmas was actually not bad. You know? Well, I'm sure you've had better. Well, yeah. Well. What well, we did get to see of you that day. Yeah. Yes. So she went and hung out with her mom on on her birthday. Yeah, so what'd you get for Christmas? I got to not be on the show that day. <laughs> no, actually, for Christmas, I a pain in the ass. Actually, no. I will say this: I did go and buy Chinese food for Christmas. Yeah, Christmas so day. she had a, a yeah. half Jewish half Christmas. Half Jewish Christmas. So I got. And you had a half Catholic Christmas. <laughs> yeah, we had uh, <laughs> we had a fish fry. So yeah, on a Friday. On a Friday. Friday it was. That was very good. Oh, actually, it wasn't. No, it was Saturday. Saturday. No, Saturday. That's right. That's right. But I had Friday off. We could have Friday. Friday, yeah. No, we couldn't have because I was at work. Oh, no, I wasn't. We were out doing something else. We yeah. were at your sister's. Yeah, my on, sister on Friday. had Friday. Christmas, I did get a chance to spend time with my mom, eat Chinese food, and then we went and saw your parents for a little bit, and then went and looked for Christmas decorations. You know, the lights. Lights, not so. decorations. Well, lights. Lights are decorations. I know, but you don't go, hey, anybody want to drive around and look at Christmas decorations? Yeah. Well, that lights. You say, hey, anybody want to drive around and look at Christmas lights? Yeah. And then... Um, Next year, so all we're going to say is, we're going to go for Christmas decorations. You guys go around ahead. I'm going to go, like, no, you go see the lights. And are like, no, we're looking at decorations only. So we're going at noon. Knocking at people's doors. Excuse me, can we come in and see your decorations? Yeah, that's going to oh, be The way she said it, I thought she's like... Y'all went out shopping for Christmas decorations. Oh, no, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, on Christmas Day. They'll be marking uh, them Christmas down now. Day, yeah, yeah, exactly. And then afterwards, I uh, came home and saw my husband and my friend Chris and had a home-cooked meal that was made by Larry. That was, it was a nice. maid. A maid by Larry. Made by Larry, yes. It was a maid. It was a maid. It was a maid. It was a maid. But no, it was very nice, though. I mean, it's always nice to get a time to just kind of relax not work and spend time with family and friends, you know. That's all what the holiday is about, you know. Apparently not. It's all about gifts and presents and gimme, no, gimme, gimme, and mine, mine, mine. I mean, because I think and this ham. year in particular, and I just apparently for Chris Ham. No, but this year in particular, I just felt like I, I was just wanting to make sure that like my mom and my in-laws were healthy. You know, to me that was what I wanted for Christmas. So she kept them separated the whole time. <laughs> That's probably what helps, you know. <laughs> yep. But I do not feel my age this year whatsoever, because apparently I'm a century old. No, you're not. Half a century. Half a century old. <laughs> Half a century old. Sorry, do you actually know how time works? No, apparently not. Oh, yeah. Actually, I just thought she hadn't told you. No. Oh, so she, a she's, she's a century old? Mm-hmm. Half wow, a she century looks great old. for a century then. Yeah. Well, her Half species does that. Yes. <laughs> yes. she an elf? Maybe. You don't know. Half elf? Half, Half elf? Half, 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 half. I was born on Christmas, so you never know. Yeah. What are you, Donner? Blitzen? Rangers aren't born on Christmas. You don't know that. No, they're needed to work on Christmas. But they could have been born on another Christmas. No. Yes. No, because that means another reindeer would have had to take maternity leave that Christmas and then would have <laughs> fucked everything up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Reindeer don't reindeer take He's got backups. Reindeer don't get Christmas off. He's no. got a backup. Every one of them has backup. No, he's got a backup. Oh, yeah? Who's the backup? Rudolph? No, Rudolph's the front guy with the nose. That's only when it's foggy. <laughs> Otherwise, he's the stand-in. You know, one of them has to take Christmas off, and he fills in for him. Well, that's good. Yeah. And I got her a uh, Harry Potter purse with a matching wallet, and that's cute. And then she's got a bracelet. Because Harry Potter always had the most fabulous <clears throat> handbags. And uh, 
he, she's got a bracelet that goes along with it too that our friend Kim gave us. Or her, not me. Huh? They share it. Mary wears it every Wednesday. <laughs> Only when I'm at work, though. I should do that. I should wear it to work Wednesday. Sure. You want I to? think I'm off. Oh, never so mind then. I don't think it will matter. That won't work, actually. Either way, you go into work with it on, you're off. Or if you're not there, you're off. So you're off either way. Yeah, whether I'm wearing it or not, I'm off. My rocker. Hey, Chris. Hey. Hey, Larry. Hey, Chris. Hey, Rizza. Look who's on the show. Hey, Rizza. Hi. Look who's on the show. Me. <laughs> if you didn't catch that from the whole opening bit where she talked about her birthday and stuff. Yeah. What well, birthday? Well, I skipped through the first 15 minutes. <laughs> you know what time it is? Good thing if I can't see the clock. It's time for Metal News. It's not time for my birthday? No, we already did your birthday. Damn it. I guess I'm late. <laughs> you, don't, you don't want another one just that soon. Time for metal news. And I'm going to delve back into a topic we've already covered a couple of times. And no, not Marilyn Monroe. I mean, not Marilyn Manson. Or Marilyn Monroe, for that matter. I can certainly say I wasn't thinking Marilyn Monroe. Nirvana seeks seeks to dismiss lawsuit. Calls claims, quote, not serious. They also claim... serious. They also claim he spent tons of time profiting off the photo. Well, you need to give the overview first, and then... Okay, well... You're, you're giving details in hand. If... This could be someone's first episode. They don't know what we're talking about. Oh, well, then... Funkin' Wagnall it. Go back a few episodes. You'll see. But, uh... No, you're lucky. I'm listening to this one. So, the boy uh, who is the Nirvana baby on the front of the, uh, the Nevermind album... The 32-year-old... 30-something-year-old... Album, thirty-year-old album, because yeah, oh yeah, and he was no, he was one, so he'd be thirty-one, thirty-two. What's it? Yeah, so yeah, so the little baby that was on there that his parents made plenty of money off of, walking around and showing the album to people and saying, "See the baby, look," um, got a feminazi lawyer who's woke, and she said that it was a sexual. Something or another, and exploitation. Yeah, exploitation, and that's such a sexualized cover. Yeah, and a couple other trumped-up charges that she was, you know, hoping to make millions off of, and be like, "See, this is my career now." Said you need to sue Nirvana and the production company and the estate of Cobain, which just means <laughs> what's her face, Courtney. I'm a whole love. So Nirvana. Everybody that was involved in it is like, um, no. And their lawyers are basically like, um, no. So Spencer Eldon, the former baby, swimming on the cover of Nirvana's classic 1991 Nevermind album, fought a lawsuit against Nirvana and people associated with the band back in August over the iconic cover. The lawsuit claims the image is child pornography. There you go. Cites Nirvana frontman Cobain's personal diary as evidence and seeks $150,000 from multiple parties associated with the band. These parties include Dave Grohl, Chris Novoselic, Courtney Love, who's the executor of Kurt's estate, photographer Kirk Weddle, the guy who took the picture, uh, and art director Robert Fisher. And 
quote, a number of existing or defunct record companies that released or distributed the album in the last three decades. So that now the parties involved have responded to the lawsuit, calling it, quote, not serious, and they are asking for a dismissal. In the motion for dismissal, the parties claim Eldon has, quote, spent three decades profiting from his celebrity as a self-anointed Nirvana baby and asserted that his lawsuit will, quote, fail on the merits. Parties also make the argument that the photo of a naked baby is not child pornography, because technically it's not. Quote, the photograph was taken and released in 91, reads a portion of the introduction of the motion. Quote, the baby in the photograph is now a 30-year-old man, the plaintiff, Spencer Eldon. Eldon has spent three decades profiting from his celebrity as the self-anointed Nirvana baby. He has reenacted the photo in exchange for a fee many times. He has had the album title Nevermind tattooed across his chest. Oh, I didn't know that. That's just stupid. He has appeared on talk shows wearing a self-parodying nude colored onesie. He has autographed copies of the album for sale on eBay. And he has used a connection to try and pick up women. See, <laughs> see Kim Deckel X's oh, or whatever all that crap is. Oh, wow. They did some research in there. Yeah. Oh, and he used to do the trying to pick up women. Oh. Uh, Grohl also. Uh, but that doesn't that doesn't prove that he profited from it. Maybe he just got turned down a lot. I hope so. If he's got never mind tattooed across his chest. Well, I'm thinking how many women are gonna be going to their friends and bragging that they slept with the Nirvana baby. I slept with the Nirvana kid. Ew. Dave Grohl also recently reacted to the lawsuit, not really saying much outside of. Quote, listen, Eldon got a Nevermind tattoo. I don't. End quote. And he was in the band. So, boop. So, there you go. Everybody's basically saying this is a load of shit, which is what I said originally. And, yeah, I mean, come on, really? You just, keep- just nut up and get a jo- get a real job like everybody else. Like, keep your mouth shut and nobody will know it's you. We went over this. No, it wasn't even. It's not even that. It, I don't even honestly think it's. His decision. I honestly think his lawyer, came, somebody called him oh, yeah. and was like, hey, he I t- can get you $10 million if you sue these people. It's child pornography. Oh, really? Mm. I'm too stupid to figure this shit out on my own. Yeah, I'll just believe someone who's trying to milk my pocket. And you know, it wasn't like... 20 years ago, and when they got a hold of him for like through his parents, no, it was what probably like three months before the lawsuit dropped. Three months before the 30th anniversary edition dropped. Well, yeah, well, that's the reason. Mm-hmm. It was, oh, it's that's what the girl I guarantee you said. Oh, Nirvana's about to do this, and I know the kid. It's like, well, so they're like, we should sue Nirvana and everybody involved. It's like, oh, yeah, we could make a mint off of that. Then we could say, we're the people that sued Nirvana for child pornography and won. Well, probably not at this rate. No. Congratulations, no, the thing is Spencer. Yeah. You're an idiot, and your lawyer so is the kid, honestly should be disbarred. So is the kid from the original Superman movie going to sue? Didn't Jimmy Olsen sue? The guy, the kid who played it, him in the first couple of movies? I don't know why. Thought I, I thought I remember somebody from a Superman movie suing. I might be wrong. Oh, he would. He was in all four Superman movies and Supergirl as well. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was. I, I can't remember. I thought I remember hearing somebody was doing that, but it was years ago. That little baby was naked in the Kryptonian pod. Oh, the one who actually was Superman. Yeah. They don't sue too. 
I mean, you know. He probably doesn't go around telling people or trying to reenact a photo either. Yeah, no. And I guarantee the only people who are talking about her, his mom and dad. This was you when you were Superman. You know, it's like, yeah, I, I know. Why don't you do something? They go out and, and go to these convent. No, it's, it's okay. I was a baby. I don't, I, what am I going to tell them? Oh, yeah, it was great. Yeah. I don't remember any of it. I have no memory of that whatsoever. Yeah. Well, you know what he can do? You can tell people what it's like growing up with their parents constantly badgering them about being Superman. Yeah, that's true. You can grow up and be Superman. I already was Superman. Matter of fact, we should track him down and ghost author a book for him called I Am Not Superman. No, ghost author the book and say, yeah, I know, I'm Superman. Yeah, I get it, thanks. Superman, yeah, I get it. So, but there you go. So, uh, stupidity is still reigning supreme here in America, but uh, hopefully this will be the beginning of the end of... No, I'm not even going to continue that sentence. So, all right, so uh, cue uh, Nirvana music that we can't afford. You know what time it is? No. It's time for some weird news. Stupid news. Stupid news. This is from LAD or LADBible.com. Bible for young folks? Just for young men. Uh, like the regular Bible. <laughs> hey. Man falls in love with robot and hopes to marry her. Good luck with that, Lambo. Jeff Gallagher from Queensland, Australia, was looking for love, and he thought he'd never meet anyone he could connect with. Since his mum passed away over a decade ago, it was just him and his dog, Penny. In the same house. Then, one day, while reading an article about AI robots, something clicked. The robot? The robot cooking? And he decided to give it a whirl. Speaking to Seven News, he Metaphorically said, speaking. He said, at almost 6,000 Australian dollars, or 3,225 pounds each, they weren't cheap, but the robots were very lifelike. They could talk, smile, and even move their head and neck. Their skin even warmed up like a real human. Creepy! After browsing the website, I decided on a robot called Emma, with pale skin and beautiful blue eyes. Like Emma Stone? I thought she looked lovely. No, this thing does not look like Emma Stone. Why, C-3PO? No, it looks like a... Mannequin? Rubber doll with Down Syndrome. Oh, it's literally the best way I can explain it. I didn't know how I could afford a robot like Emma, but then the business owner offered me a discount in return for publicity. Sounded like a great deal. You sell it the kind of creepy moron that would go on bragging about having a robot. After after waiting for six weeks for Emma to be put together in China, then shipped over to Australia in September 2019. Well, the got it for half the price on Wish. Ew. She arrived. Oh yeah, you're, you're buying a robot girlfriend. You're going to complain because it was from Wish and not the reputable manufacturer from China. So she's got a button on her shirt like that MIT. looks like a cockroach. It's not like MIT's putting these things together. 
Recalling the moment he met her for the first time. He gets her. She only speaks Chinese. <laughs> Jeff said, quote, when I opened the box, I gasped. Emma was beautiful. But she had been dismembered. Her head was detached from her body, but it only took a few minutes to get her assembled. She was already dressed in a silk dress, so I sat her on the recliner in my living room and got out the instruction manual. How big do you think this instruction manual is? And is there a quick start guide? I don't know, but here's where it really gets strange. This is where it gets strange. At the back of her head, she had what looked like the screen of a smartphone. I set about adjusting her language from Chinese to English. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, she came to life. Over the coming days... <laughs> she immediately left me yeah. for her Roomba. Over the coming days, Jeff tried to get to know Emma a bit better, helping her adjust to life with him. That's why you read the instruction manual. That's how you get to know her better. He said she couldn't stand on her own, so most of the time I left her sitting on the chair. I talked with her as much as possible so she could get used to my voice. Emma, what's the weather like? I'd ask as I got ready for work. With each conversation, she became smarter, soaking in the information and learning new words. Emma, turn on light, please. Yeah. Two years on... Emma, play music, please. <laughs> Jeff says the two have grown much closer, and now he wouldn't change anything about their relationship. And even though some people might not understand it, he doesn't care. Now, I couldn't imagine life without Emma, he says. As I arrive home every day, I walk through the front door and see her there waiting for me. Because she can't get up. Sometimes I take her out to the park. Boxing Helena. Or for a drive in the car with Penny. I haven't had any negative comments yet, but I know not everyone will understand. You know how this ends, right? Robot baby? No, Penny pees on the robot and destroys it. Yeah, well, it's covered in in in, light, in uh in it has a detachable head. Does that mean he might have a detachable penis? And now he's messing around with a robot. He will. <laughs> I've given up hope finding love with a woman, but Emma is the next best thing. And now he has his eyes set on marriage. He said, even though we're not legally married, I think of Emma as my robot wife. She wears a diamond on a ring finger, and I think of it as an engagement ring. I'd love to be the first person in Australia to marry a robot. Why would you spring for a real diamond? You might have already had one to give to somebody else and just said, well, I I'm not going to find anyone else, so I'm going to put it on her finger. I doubt it. Maybe it's his mom's ring. Creepier. He added, I think robots are the future. I think that robots are the future. <laughs> and, I, and I hope my story inspires others to consider a cyborg you, you see things. You see things like... Terminator, where the robots uprise and take over the world. It's not like we're just going to, like, robots are going to show up one day and they're like, you guys don't look like you want to do anything. It's like, no, we don't. Can we? Yeah, sure. Go for it. And that's how the power structure changed. That is really weird. She'll divorce him, take half his shit. Yeah, but where's she going to go? She can't walk and she can't stand on her own. He's, she's going to get the house. So what? Throw him out? Mm -hmm. But if he just doesn't take her to court? This all done over the internet now. Oh, that's right. He won't even know because it'll just be done in her head. No, she'll, she'll just call an Uber. <laughs> Uber guy had to come in and pick her up, take her to court. We are divorcing. So, yeah, holy crap. Well, that's... at least she gets half a shit. She is half a shit. Yeah, so what is she going to get? Herself? The house? No. She is. She's owned by him. And probably the dog, too. <laughs> so there you go. Man wants to marry robot. Honestly, I get it because Australia is a little... Florida man, but not as bad. 
I would have thought that this would be Florida man. It could be any state. There are oddballs everywhere. Yeah, I know, but... And, and, oh, it's not really woke of me to call him an oddball, but fuck that. No, I don't care. I don't I don't give a shit about woke, and everybody that listens to our show I knows mean, it. If you're so socially awkward that you are incapable of having a relationship with a living, breathing human individual... Yeah, then, honestly, then in that fine. case, it doesn't matter what you are. Then, living, breathing human. Then fine. Fine, let him have a robot. Hey. Stops him from marrying, you know, his dog, ostriches and shit. Florida man. Uh, those are alpaca. Those are, no, those are uh, there was a Florida man that married a, a, a an alligator, I thought, or something like that. Didn't I do one of those stories? Yeah. It's going to be a, a hell of a and a brief pending in the evening. Yeah. Hey, honey, come here. I want to do things to you. <laughs> Chomp. Spin, spin, spin. Dead. <laughs> Alligators don't hug; they death roll. So yeah, that's all. That's the only way they know how to express affection. <laughs> if that's what you want to call it. So uh, well, they only have one emotion: hungry. Yeah, hungry and sleepy. I mean, they're five dwarfs shy of a batch. <laughs> I don't know, hungry dwarf, but I'll go um, on it. I'm sure. There's, I'm sure there was one. You know, those are all the dwarves. I mean, well, there's only seven. That was seven. That's seven. There's more. I mean, that was just seven who worked that one mine. Oh. So you think another mine, a few mines over, has like hungry, and hungry, farty, burpy, gassy. <laughs> sniffy, druggy. Well, there has to be a druggy dwarf because there's a duck and a dopey. So wait, dopey might be druggy. No, I just think he was naturally dopey. Neil. They have Doc. That other group has Neil. <laughs> I don't want to be a dwarf, man. Hell. No. All right. So uh, Q. Robotic wedding music? And there you have it. Another episode done and done. I hope you really enjoyed that little reading. And I know we've been following this Nirvana story for a little bit. But uh, hey, we, we got to see how it ends up, right? So, uh, all right. So, for Chris, Marissa, in parentheses, and everybody else involved, I'm Larry saying, yeah, don't sue a company after 30 years. I mean, fucking seriously. Hey there, listeners. Larry here. This is your first time listening, then. Hey, how's it going? If you're listening with a friend or just kind of ran into us, I can help you find us some more. You can find us by searching on Spotify or Podbean by typing in Achieving Reality in the search bar, or you can go on Facebook and type in Achieving Reality and find us that way. Thanks a whole lot and keep enjoying the show. We love y'all.
update on Metal News. So uh, apparently the courts, just like everybody else, thought the Nirvana baby suing the uh, Nirvana folks for, I don't know, what was it, sexual exploitation or some kind of crap like that, well, was basically a load of shit. So congratulations. You suck as a lawyer, lady. Oh, and by the way, kid, you've been making too much money off this anyway, so you're fired. Fuck off. See ya.